0: Hey, everyone. Great to have you for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. These are exciting days. I, I know I keep saying that every episode, but it's true. When you walk in the Spirit with God's perspective, these are great days to walk in the application of the Spirit. In uh, No matter what you're doing, if you're working a job, raising a family, um, just watching the news and wondering... Looking into the sky, wondering when Christ is going to come back on the next cloud. Uh, These are exciting days. These are exciting days to love people, pray for people, serve people, have a word for people. And so today's podcast, I'm very excited to have Josh Harris back with us. It's been a while, Josh. It really has. I think the last one you were on was The Modern Man, which was months ago. So um, you're a pretty busy guy, and I'm just very thrilled. Uh, to have you back on with us and we're gonna we're doing a theme on the inner uh well inner revolution in the last days so i have been talking with josh recently very excited to hear uh his perspective today uh on on the spirit of of burning so josh take it away great to have
1: you sir yes sir thank you um yeah so i've been thinking a lot since pastor schaller's message the spirit of burning and um It was uh, the day after that message that I was reading in the Gospel of Mark where Jesus says in verse 49 everyone will be seasoned with fire and every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. And I want to connect that with Romans chapter 12 where we're told that our reasonable act of worship and to kind of tag it with the last podcast we did together on worship, your reasonable act of worship, is to be a living sacrifice, to not be conformed to the world that's around us, to but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, the washing regeneration of the Word of God, which is, we know, inspired by the Spirit of God. And this is living water, this is a fountain of living water, uh, endless stream, a river from the temple and the throne of God, the Word of God, it's amazing. And um, it, it, is, it is what renews our mind, it's what transforms us and makes us different. Uh, the Spirit makes us different. It, it could be said that the Gospel, or Jesus himself, is the thing that makes us different. It's the treasure within these jars of clay uh, that keeps us from being crushed by the pressure around us, um, mm. makes us makes us different. So um, just a, a thought, if you can hang, is Proverbs 29, verse 8. And just I want to relate to The culture now and in the days we're living in, and also relate it to the theme of the end times. So Proverbs twenty nine verse eight says, Scoffers or mockers set a city aflame, or stir up a city. Scoffers set a city aflame, but wise men turn away wrath Mm. and we know that the Holy Spirit is within us and he is he who restrains as the scriptures say in 2nd Thessalonians he who restrains when he's taken out of the way when we're raptured all hell's going to break loose the Antichrist will be able to come onto the scene and the corruption, the the world will be completely corrupt. It will be this rotten thing. But salt preserves meat from going rotten, and the Holy Spirit is in the world, convicting the world of sin, of righteousness, and of coming judgment. And the Holy Spirit in the church is holding back this hell from breaking loose on the earth, um, and. And so, scoffers set a city aflame, mm-hmm. they're burning the world, <laughs> but, but wise men turn away wrath. Salt is also uh, alongside of the thought of grace. Let your speech be seasoned with salt, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Let Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth but only what is necessary for edification that it may impart grace to the hearers. Um, uh, None of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself that I may fulfill my ministry and testify of the gospel of grace. This is the salt that's different. This is our message. This is our ministry. This is the spirit of burning and, And judgment, and 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 the thought too, that um, you know we look around and we see, wow, things are, and we can all look around at the world, no matter who you are, no matter who you are listening to this. We can all look at the world and be like, wow, it's messed up. Wow, it's corrupt. Wow, there's problems here and there. But where we disagree is what is the solution, Hmm. what is the cure. And what's interesting if you cure meat it means you put salt on it <laughs> and that's the cure the gospel is the cure to the world and and that's where we disagree with the world we can you know look at it and see the different issues the various problems but where we disagree is the cure and the cure is the cross you um, you need you need the salt and so uh jesus said in mark 9 everyone will be seasoned with fire and every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt if we're living sacrifices we're seasoned with salt we're not losing our distinction we're not losing our flavor and we're making a difference in the world by way of the gospel by way of the holy spirit in our lives and um But fire is going to come for everybody. We're all facing difficulty. Uh, Both of the houses, right? There's two. The last podcast was there's two types of people, those who trust in man and those who trust in the Lord. And cursed is every man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. So, you know, everybody's going to face fire. It's those people, the wise men. Jesus said, I will liken... Uh, the man who built his house on the rock I will liken him to a wise man who hears these sayings of mine and does them and then the foolish man building his house on the sand uh, there's a way that seems right to a man Uh, the wicked don't understand justice they don't know Uh, but he who knows the Lord understands all he who fears the Lord understands all Um, but yeah so we can look around at the world and see there's, there's problems and, and we need revival. And uh, scripture tells us that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Uh, September 26, little plug, uh, there's a group going down to D.C. To, to pray for the nation. And I would say the spirit of judgment and the spirit of burning, we have to allow judgment begins at the house of God. Hmm. So we have to allow this to happen in order to see the inner revolution that we want to see in this nation. We want to see revival. We want to see this, and this is the spirit of judgment and the spirit of burning. It begins here in this place. Mark every revival throughout church history, and you'll see that there's great weeping and repentance and radical turning from sin. Right before Jesus talks about this, um, everyone will be seasoned with fire. Every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. Right before that, if you read in Mark 9, it talks about cutting off your hand if it causes you to sin, (laughs) cut it. Pluck out your eye, cut off your foot. Of course, we're not talking literally here, but taking radical action. Uh, if you get a chance, if you missed it, uh, Zane uh, gave a, a thought in a rap on this this past Sunday night about seize the fords, go after those shallow areas where the enemy is crossing over into the territory. Go after those and create depth there through godly counsel and godly fellowship. Great word from Zane on that uh, in Judges chapter 12. Mm. Um, you know, this, this is an inc- incredible thing that, that the Lord is doing. It's God doing. Uh, David Delaware uh, shared a thought with me. It's not, it's not us for God. We think it's us for God. But really, it's Him for us. It's Him for us. Um, and this this worship, this living sacrifice, this salty life, this lit life, be salty and lit uh, in Jesus' name. <laughs> um, you know, the world thinks salty is like to have an attitude, and lit means to be under the influence. But we're lit in the sense that we're under the influence of the Holy Spirit, And we're salty because we're salted with the gospel of grace. And uh, yeah, we can make a difference in the world. God is reviving us. There's an inner revolution that's going on. And it starts with the spirit of burning, that fire from above us saying, yes, I receive the correction, I receive, and I want to cut away, I want to be radical about eliminating anything that's leading me away from the things of God. I want the fire of the eyes of Jesus to look at my life and burn away everything that's not precious. Everything that's wood, hay and stubble, uh, everything that's impure motive, everything that's not for The glory of Jesus and the building up of the body I want it to be burned away and this is our seasoning this is our reasonable uh, act of worship it's when the spirit of God touches the spirit of man and and you read in the psalms a lot about worship and that's touching that's Mm -hmm. a touching right is that what Mm -hmm. psalms means to touch and when the spirit of God touches our spirit, it's like, in essence, our, our, in in essence, our, and in a sense, our heart is the instrument of God. The string, our heart string, is touched by the spirit of God. Our spirit is touched by God's spirit, and it creates a vibration. Mm. It creates worship, that response to His touching, His love. Uh, creates this response. We love him because he first loved us. If you love me, keep my commandments. This happens. The grace of God, the salt, the grace of God teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust, to live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present evil age. And knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last day, saying, where's the promise of his coming? Everything remains the same. And they willfully forget that the heavens were made of old. They willfully forget that judgment came. But the Spirit is in the world, convicting the world of sin, of righteousness, and of coming judgment. And this time, Second Peter chapter 3 tells us it's going to be fire so the fire from heaven can fall and consume the sacrifice and purify us now or the fire will fall. And if you're listening and you, and you haven't surrendered to Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior, if you haven't accepted this free gift of salvation that is only found in the name of Jesus, then please, uh, Jesus said, you can fall on the rock which is Jesus you can fall on Christ and say have mercy on me a sinner i recognize this spirit of judgment and burning i recognize it i'm a sinner and and i turn from my wicked ways and 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 i repent and and i receive your free gift of salvation and i believe god raised you from the dead proving that that payment for our sins was accepted, and uh, yeah, we can receive that. That spirit of burning, we can fall on the rock and be broken, or the rock will fall on us—the coming judgment—and will crush us to powder. So, those are the two options. There's two people. There's two options. There's two fires. <laughs> you know. There's two wells. I wanted to say, you know, in in closing that, um, you know, if my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, what is their wicked ways, my people? Well, Scripture tells us in Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13, my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewn themselves cisterns, broken cisterns, that can hold no water. They're just leaky. You have to pour the water in, and then they leak. They don't even hold the water. But there's a fountain that's ever flowing there's a river from heaven that's ever flowing and why would we turn from that to to do it on our own and have to work it up and it can't even hold what we put in there but rather we can have that that well from above that fountain rather Hmm. of living waters anyway Excellent. Josh, these are
0: great thoughts. There's so much that you said here and uh, it encourages us. It really does. Um, I want to scale back here for a minute. Uh, thinking about judgment, how actually judgment is an action of grace, because just like a father would, and you have two sons, so yes. your kid, you don't want them to learn a bad habit. So you are uh, redirecting him or you're presenting another plan. And sometimes that can be um, that can be hard to understand you know you want to protect them from themselves you want to protect them from evil so as a father, there may be a form of discipline or judgment to redirect them and I think I think that's exactly what we're talking about here mm. in James 2:13 that mercy will rejoice over a judgment if mm. I see God's way in it. Mm. Um, because mercy is an amazing agent to remove judgment, right? Remove what we deserve and grace gives what we don't deserve. But you also quoted something very interesting too in Proverbs about how people's tongues can be like a fire that lights up a city. Mm -hmm. And I think we're seeing that throughout our nation. Um, we're seeing, you know, mobs of people that are energized in a lot of cases by demonic activity. Um, and there is a lighting up of fires that are that are not constructive. They're just there's it's pandemonium, and uh, I think one of the stages of discipline in a nation is uncontrolled violence, mm. and so we're definitely in that stage now. But you reminded me of this verse, and I want you to comment on it because you said a very key statement. You said salt is the cure, right? Mm. Just like fire. Um, will ultimately purify. So will salt. And I thought of Isaiah four four. We are. We have the spirit of burning, right? Like, as believers, we need the Bible. We need the body. This is not a day to retreat, but a day to really receive from the Lord. But comment on this verse, <laughs> this uh, Isaiah fifty nine. Uh, I was going to do a whole cast on this, and I, I may do this. Um, well, I mean, really. There, it's a very interesting. Actually, verse 10, we grope like the blind. Verse 11, we roar like little bears and mourn like doves. Um, verse 12, our transgressions are multiplied and our sins are against us. But, but look at this. Verse 14 of chapter 59 of Isaiah, And judgment is turned away backward and justice stands afar off. For truth is fallen in the streets, and equity cannot enter. Yes, truth fails, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. And the Lord saw it, and was displeased that there was no judgment. And he saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no intercessor. So, there is a judgment that you're talking about when God is... Acting on things that are anti-Christ. Mm. And then there's a judgment of like the believer looking through what's happening and defining the spirit of what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. And when truth is no no longer has a platform, people are left to just think based on feelings, based on emotions, based on what's not fair, all of these things. And in that statement. Did you see that statement? I want to read it again. It says justice. Uh, how did it say um, fifty nine? Yeah, I want to re- quote it correctly. Um, and just in light of what you're saying, like having a spirit of, of of burning, justice stands afar away, and truth has fallen. So people are clamoring for justice today, but the real question is what you said. Where is the truth? <laughs>
1: Right. Where yes. is
0: the truth? Yes. Because when I know the absolute truth, there will be justice. Mm. Otherwise, uh there'll just be chaos and there'll be. So you're saying salt cures the meat and somebody might say, oh, no, it doesn't. And the meat sits there and rots. Right. And I see that a lot. Like there's a lot of absurdities, a lot of yes. things that are upside down. So do you I mean, yes. we said a lot of things here. Let's talk to the Christian for a minute. What does it mean to be salty? And what does it mean to be a a brand plucked from the fire like Joshua, right?
1: Yes. Plucked from the fire. Yes. Wow. Well, what does it mean to be salty? Uh, Jesus said, If the salt loses its flavor, it is good for nothing but to be cast out in the street Truth has fallen in the streets, cast out and trampled underfoot by men. Uh, wicked men, or the unrighteous, suppress the truth, right? Romans 1, they suppress the truth, they hold it down uh, in unrighteousness. Um, but the acknowledgement of the truth, Titus 1, accords with godliness. We need to acknowledge the truth. God's word is truth. Preach the word, right? Uh, if I'm speaking to the Christian, uh, I'm speaking to the church, if I'm thinking just about the trends that I've seen over the past decade or so, is, you know, we want to be culturally relevant, but not to the point where we're not speaking the truth, not to the point where truth is fallen in the street. You know, we've lost our distinction in a way because, you know, there are churches that are saying it's not sin to be homosexual. You know, I think there's a generation that has forgotten John 3, 16 and what that means. Mm. And they can better quote Matthew 7, 7, and they may not know the reference, but when they hear it, they could finish it. Judge not, lest you also be judged. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Wow. And they cling on to this and they hide behind it. Uh, but meanwhile, they're actually, while they're quoting the Bible, they're actually suppressing the truth because mm. they don't want to acknowledge the truth. They don't want to come to the light lest their deeds be exposed. Um, yeah.
0: Excellent. So uh, being a salty Christian, be having that spirit of burning, uh, I think of Jeremiah fifteen sixteen, a verse that we know. It's like as we eat the word, it becomes the joy and rejoicing of our heart. It's just like the Jeremiah 20 verse 9 verse as well. We try to suppress truth and what happens, it becomes fire in our bones. Mm. So like these are days to be prayed up, to be worded up, to be worshipped up, mm-hmm. to be lit. <laughs> That's a great term in a spiritual sense.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> don't get any ideas. Okay. don't get it twisted. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no bongs in the, in this devotional hearing. Uh, no, seriously, <laughs> like really to to really be in the influence of the Spirit, because otherwise yeah. uh, Psalm two happens, right? That's right. Psalm two, the the,
1: the yes. vain babbling, the wagging of the tongue. I'm so glad you brought that up because. Uh, there's two kingdoms, right? And um, so, the kingdoms of this world. Then, why do the nations rage, and the peoples plot a vain thing? And they say, "Let's cast off the restraints. Let's get get the Bible out of here. Get God out of here. Get these rules. Get religion out of here. And we're gonna do what's right in our own eyes." Well. You know, if you caught the lunch wrap from today, Pastor Hadley gave us a a message from Judges 19, and give that a read and see what happens in a culture when people do what's right in their own eyes. Judges 19 in the kingdom of Israel, and yet they look like Sodom and Gomorrah. It compare with Genesis 19 very well, and it's like the same thing is happening. Um, How does a Christian nation in quotes. How how does America become so corrupt? How does this nation that was a beacon and a city on a hill and a light, how does it become so corrupt? Mm. We're moving away. We're casting off the restraints, right? But the, the kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. And that's what the world around us doesn't have. They don't have righteousness. Hmm. They don't know their left hand from their right. They don't know a boy from a girl. How? That's ridiculous. Hmm. They don't don't understand because they don't know the Lord. Uh, They have no peace. You say, no justice, no peace. But I say to you, no Jesus, no peace. That's right. And... Yeah. I mean um, that that's a big statement. Yeah. I mean,
0: don't you think that for truth to fall in the streets means there's no place for truth. So as an individual, to have pla have truth have a place in my life, to be active in our love for it for others. I was telling a brother today, um, arrogance equals ignorance, and ignorance equals arrogance. Yes. And we're in that place where you just quoted in Judges nineteen people have no clue what they need they only know what they want and actually what they want will destroy them huh. mm-hmm. because there's a there's a lack of knowledge but so arrogance comes in and now I'm all just full of myself and I become blind to everything else or it's it's uh, arrogance I'm entitled to all these things and then I'm ignorant because I have no clue what my purpose is so this is kind of a serious cast today. I hope you're encouraged and I hope you're yeah. not depressed. <laughs> but this, this is yeah. actually important because uh, when, when there is um, when there's a need for salt, man, we need to pour it on. And then that yeah. salt will kill any bacteria
1: yeah.
0: or any botulism for that matter, and meat especially, right? Yeah. Any closing comments? Just spirit of burning. Spirit yeah. of burning. I know, I th- Josh, you have it. You're an awesome worship leader, a dad, but but more than that. Any, any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I think it's easy for us to again look around and say, "Hey, there's problems in the world," and as Christians to say, "We know the Lord," and and we, you know, but but like uh, th- thank I thank God that I'm not like these other men, but we should be praying with the other guy, saying, "Have mercy on me, Lord." Uh, can the inner revolution? start with me can it start here can I have this reverence in the presence of a holy God and say search me and know me try my anxious thoughts see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting and will you do a work God here in my heart and can that spring forth as living waters John 7 uh, from my heart Mm-hmm. and be refreshing and to the world around me that's so thirsty and dying yeah it's true
0: i yeah, i love that you keep saying the word inner revolution you know that's uh god gave me that phrase many many years ago but uh it's really what we revolve around in our heart that that moves us in the right direction there is there's a reaction to mediocrity there is a like the salmon going up the stream right <laughs> like we we shouldn't we shouldn't have that herd mentality right. and we should rock the boat and we should speak out in love like you're saying we should uh like Mordecai and Daniel and the three Hebrew boys and these are great examples for us because you know what yeah the fire of the furnace God totally kept them and the only thing that burned was the stuff that bound them. So, yes. well, we could keep going here, but we, uh, but just to say, be a salty Christian today in love. Speak the truth in love. Mm. Have courage. Yes. Your life, uh, it is a, it's contrary to the norm. Mm. And so many people are looking to have things go back to normal. I don't want things to go back to normal. I want them to go back to a new place where we see God moving in the hearts of people in a deep way and I love what you said and I want to close with it these shallow areas Mm -hmm. that was such a good word the shallow areas where the devil can just very easily transition into our lives Mm -hmm. deepen those areas deepen those areas so that's our call to you today if the Holy Spirit shows you those areas surrender them to him Mm -hmm. and he will make them deep And uh, thanks so much, Josh, for being with us. Love your portion. And uh, we'll talk again soon on these things. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Your feedback is always welcome.